I'm Kate, Biomedical Engineering. And I'm Kate, Pre-Med. And you're listening to Filled Out Podcast, a show focused on sharing our experiences as immigrant college students, connecting and inspiring you all to succeed in college and life. episode of Fedor Podcast, we're your host number two, and Rolling Cooth, back again with another banger episode. Thank you all for listening to me wherever you guys are at. Make sure to leave us a review, like, comment, all the good stuff. We appreciate all that love and everything. What you been up to, bro? Just staying on the grind, bro. You know, just living life one day at a time. You never know what's going to happen. You know, taking this, my chance with this school thing, podcast, bro, trying to see where it gets us, you know, investing time, you know, just planning this thing, trying to make it as pure as possible, you know, researching on this podcast thing to get it going, bro. So, you know, that's all I've been doing pretty much, you know, checking out my family and everything, trying to make sure I'm straight mentally and everything. Yeah. How about you, how you been? Same old, same old, staying consistent with what I'm doing, bro. Just enjoying life, bro. Enjoying the wild way. Just looking for the beauty in the struggle. What beauty, beauty is in the struggle? Just having a good time with beauty it, bro. Beauty the beast. Having a good time with it, bro. But um, we're back again with another banger episode. And today's topic has to do with Africa. The future is Africa. Or is Africa... Is, Af- is the future Africa or is Africa the future? Africa is the future, and the future is Africa. So what's, what's this topic? Africa is Africa. So what We're is talking about? Topic? Huh? What's the general topic? Come get into it, bro. Oh. So you know, like, looking back history, bro, what, 1600s, 1400s, had these Europeans come to Africa, literally, like, rape Africa of their, <laughs> of their resources, of their people. <laughs> Strip them down for the, you know, all the good things Africa had. And we, you know, God's guidance and God's blessing. Africa has been pushing through, pushing through, pushing through. And now we're in the, what, 21st century. And it's starting to look like Africa is the future, bro. Like, going back this summer, like, I'm seeing a lot of people invest in Africa. When you go on YouTube forums, people are talking about, how, like, you know, the real estate, like, markets, like, booming, gone in, like, in a lot of parts of Africa. A lot of people... Most parts of the world have been already been exploited. Like recently, I know Twitter went to set up its headquarters in Ghana, like to be for like Twitter Africa and shit like that. Like most parts of the world are like already, I guess, quote unquote, developed. So now everybody's looking to Africa, like, you know, people launch like Starlink to give access to internet so that people can watch YouTube and shit like that so they can exploit them and whatnot. With all these things that are going on in Africa, it still looks like Africa is lacking a few things that could pro- propel them and take them onto the grand stage to face and compete with nations like the United States of America, the China, the Russia, and whatnot. And so for today's episode, we want to talk about Africa's biggest needs. The, just one. The needs. You, we, I mean, I guess, I guess I'm going to pick one. You're going to pick one. So, so what is... Both of them become one knee, oh, one knee, nah. one knee plus one equals two knees, bro. Nah, bro. We are from so I'll, obviously I'll talk about like what I think is the biggest thing. You talk about what is the biggest thing. 
One plus one is two, bro. You don't do math. Don't add, don't add it. Don't add it. It's not additive. Two, two, two separate, two separate things. It's not additive. I'm about, I'm about to oppose what you say too. But oppose what I think Zach is biggest need. Obviously, we have to. Obviously, we're gonna have to pick one. We don't have to, but like, it's gonna be some kind of like a debate type. All right, shit. let me hear. Nah, so what, what do you think Zach is biggest need? Not necessarily, bro. Like, bro. All right, let me hear. I think, bro. What what is gonna change the the whole trajectory, bro? I think what they need is so validation, bro. I feel like they need that confidence in themselves that, bro, whatever you're doing, whatever you're working on, bro, you can actually do this shit. Like, just believe in the confidence, just believe in what you have. You have the gold, you have the manganese, you have a good amount of oil. Human resource, bro, train your people, like, just let them, you have the land, bro, you have the, like, even looking back in Ghana, bro, we have all this gold, we have all these resources, bro, we have the, this knowledge. You, you see this amount of people, bro. I, when I was thinking about this topic, bro, you have all these teachers, professors, fucking gone. When I was in Ghana, they used to do whipping ass and everything, beating ass, like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, over here, it's not even accessible. Accessible. It's not legal to do that shit, bro. Mm -hmm. I, just, I think now it's changing, though, like, now. It's it changing, be, obviously, but, like, like it's still there. Was, you know what I mean? It's still there. No, nah, it's going down, I'm not gonna lie. Bro. Like, in Ghana, it's gone. I said it's gone, but it's going down, like, compared to, like, when we were young and shit, like, they don't, they don't whip them no more. For real? Yeah, it's going down now. You know, the same thing, like, you know, that's civilization, like, you know, moves on and shit like that. Civilization, nigga. Civilization, for real. Yes, people move on, like, people, like, change what they're doing. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure, like, if we go back to 20, 30 years in the U.S., we're probably, like, whipping kids and shit like that. But, you know, as you keep on developing and growing and, quote-unquote, getting knowledge and shit like that, it goes down. But you go ahead and talk. So, I mean, I've not been Ghana for five years. So, you think when you went back, it's, it's not? It's definitely going down, bro. I feel, I'm, I'm not even gonna, are you saying oh, I'm not sure I, if it's I'm not, like I don't know like, I'm not asking I'm asking it's, it's going down it's not the same bro but is it still there I'm not gonna say it's eliminated that I don't know for if I don't know that if it's been completely eliminated that I don't know but I'm pretty sure it's not the same as it used to be just looking back it's funny like you have all these teachers whipping kids bro like trying to impose the knowledge in them but like the country's still down like over here it's not that there's like other like treatment stuff like you know grind is it grind ground or ground we're talking about like when you do something bad it ground you time out yeah ground yeah it's not like as physical as it was back in africa where you have people actually just like whipping you when you get test exams wrong and everything bro like thinking about it you have all these people actually imposing your law on these kids like like you know something but you have all these like grown people who are like teachers professors like all these well, who have that good amount of knowledge and to just actually go to the extent of like whooping kids that to impose the right knowledge in them but yeah the whole nation is still going down god it's like like from 2007 to 2021 but i'm talking about let me talk about the 2018 the national debt of ghana alone the national debt it's like 2018 the latest one i could find it's like 37 almost 33 billion u.s dollars bro and you have all these resources, bro. They don't. I feel like they're not competing what they had. There's no way like one country, one single country, bro, should have like that amount of like debt. For the extent of debt from 2007 to 2021, it's like just the extent of debt, not that like the whole debt. It's like 12 million, 12 million, 12 million, 270. I'd like to say this word. Like, I struggle with like, I didn't do finance, obviously, I didn't engineer, but like, it's twelve two seventy US million dollars. 
12, 270 US million dollars, however you want to put it. But like, just seeing the amount of like debt they owe to all these like external, I don't see when this whole thing is going to end. I don't see anything. If there's no self-validation, if you don't trust in what you have, and the debt keeps increasing, the overall like actual like in 2020, the whole of Africa, the debt is like 32 billion. 2020, from what was reported by the um bank, um, World Bank in October right now, the whole of Africa is like debt. It's like oh, roughly 200 billion. So it, I feel like the number one thing Africa needs is like self-validation and its resources in what they have, trusting your people. If the, you don't have teachers or professors trusting the system, because everyone, you have teachers like trying to get this amount of money. I'm trying to get my finish high school to get a job and just do whatever I want to do with my goals. But you have teachers and people over there, and your goal is to work. And after they accumulate the money, you're not gonna like invest in the country back because the country is filling up corruption and everything, corrupt leaders. So you're trying to like fly to overseas, come to the states and live your life. And when you come, you do the warmer and other stuff before they build up and everything. So you have people who are the future of the nation. You're trying to find money so that you can fly away from the country. So what validation is there? What validation do the people have? The people don't have confidence in the own system. So I think the one thing they need is like self-validation, bro, to like, you know, just recognize and combine and establish its own, like legitimize its own system, like have confidence in what it's building, have like an actual plan and goal. When you were talking about the other episode podcast, you're talking about how you don't trust like anything can happen, anything. I feel like that. Obviously, anything can happen, like COVID happened, but you US was able to fight COVID because of its resources. Let's see if COVID actually happened in mostly in Africa, like it was actually dominant over there. What would the boys actually do? Over here, they were able to fight it in like two years, although it's, it's still an ongoing fight, but they were able to like, you know, fight against it like one year, once more than a year. But you think, let's say if that shit actually happened at that higher rate, but in Africa, how long is it going to take for them to recover? Over here, it's still recovering. But like, let's say it happened back in Africa, like Ghana, how long is it going to take for them? Over here, they have that confidence in their system. If something, there's a war supposed to come, they have that self-validation. We can fight in nation, bro. Like, we can do this. We can. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about just the states, bro. Not Africa doesn't have that self-validation thing. We can get this shit going. That's what you have. Ghana, they be trying to like, build your roads and they, they don't trust the engineers because you, you got corrupt engineers too trying to invest some money. Leaders trying to invest some money. President trying to invest some money. You got people trying to invest some money, bro. <laughs> like, there's no self-validation in the system, bro. You can trust the system. So, I think the one thing they need is self-validation, legitimizing the resources they have. And they just have a vote and that whole thing. This is what's going to bring about that overall chain of trajectory bro but how much what do you think yeah i see no like those are valid points that you brought up like i really agree with you with that but going off of i just want to pick up on a few things that you talked about like first of all using the debt metric to the debt metric to measure whether africa is like you know progressing or whether they're in a bad situation it's not entirely accurate because if you're going off of the debt metric then when you look at the u.s is that the u.s is in about 18 trillion dollars of debt so if you're going off of the debt metric then i guess the u.s is probably worse off and I don't know how you know if you know how like finance and shit like that work, but as a corporation and like big institution, you you want that you want to be in debt. It's not the same as you know being 
like a regular citizen where you want to take care of your debt and shit like that. From my understanding, the way that like national debts and stuff like that work, they are borrowing from the people to provide for the people. So you want to be in debt. So the other day, like, so first of all, like going off of the, the debt metric, I don't think, you know, there's a an accurate way to assess, you know, whether Africa is in a better situation or whatnot. And also we talk about how like, you know, people moving from like Africa to come in. I think that the same thing happened with like India and China, like a lot of people like like the US has established itself as it's a lot, bro, but like people are like thinking those people they're trying to accumulate, they come here, they go to school, they immigrate, they come here and they're trying to they're willing to go back to their country and invest that knowledge. But when they like be, being honest, like those people back in home Africa but like if someone's supposed to get a chance to go come here, they're not going back to invest, bro. They're trying to look for the ones most of them. But that's what I'm talking about. You know things are changing now, right? Starting with like 2019, the year of return. Are they full of debt? debts decreasing? Are the US debt, Ghana's debt increasing? That's anyone else's debt decreasing in the world. No one's debt is decreasing. You, the thing that happens with the debt situation, I want to explain to you is that when a country goes through like hyperinflation and what shit like that, they can cancel all their debt and start from zero. Like recently, I think it happened with the same thing with Greece. Like, she will be taking care of. So we've been with the debt situation, bro. No one's debt is going down because first of all, every year we want money to increase by at least two to three percent, you know, based on like US GDP and shit like that. You want debt to you want money to be worth less, but you're increasing. So let's say if you could buy rice for like you know two dollars last year, now you want it to be worth at least maybe like 20%. I can't do the mess, like well, two dollars and ten cents or shit like that. So world, no one's debt is going down. Not anywhere in anywhere in the world. So that does not make Africa worse. So but what I want to touch on I know, I know, but I'm that, so Africa has the highest. I'm, the reason why I made that case is that they have the highest among like among the like like even that Sumerian two Sumerian two billion in twenty twenty that I said is like among the low and middle income countries in sub Saharan Africa, bro. When you like in general, bro, they have among those like you go poor nations, bro. Some poor nations in Middle Eastern poor. You have the highest, bro. I'm not saying like. But it shows, bro. Like if you have that bad results, bro, it shows that bro, when you go to get an exam, someone that gets an eighty, someone gets a twenty. That's what I'm talking about. about improvements right here, but it talks about the level of confidence they had going into that exam. And so how you're talking about debt, Africa being seven hundred billion dollars in debt, US in eighteen trillion. So what about that, bro? That one is different. Cause like the way the system is built is different from that. It tells you, bro. You know, it tells you US being eight, 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 eighteen trillion. But it tells you how big of an economy U.S. is, mm-hmm. and how big of an economy that whole continent like that. So maybe, so maybe Africa's debt is proportional to its economy. Then, if you're, saying, if you're saying U.S. debt is proportional to its economy, then I guess Africa's debt is also proportional to its economy. But enough of that. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. All right, talk. It, um, is your dad richer than Elon? No, he's not. How many taxes does your dad pay more taxes than Elon? Most likely. How does your dad? You're talking about does your dad pay more taxes than Elon do? I said most likely. How? Don't do that math. Like I'm ex- questioning thing. All right. That's bro. how you have to understand how the I'm way that worried. exactly. But I know. I have no, to, let me explain to you because you asked me. I'm explaining to you. Right. When you build a company, you have equity in a company. A lot of these mega billionaires and shit like that. They don't take cash salary. They don't take cash. They don't take fiscal money. When you're taking cash, that's when the the U.S. government is taking taxes from your paycheck, the W-2 and whatnot. Most of these tech CEOs, that's why, I don't know if you've been following the news, but you have people like Alessandro, AOC, and 
the lady which called Elizabeth Warren fighting for um, a wealth tax and whatnot. They don't take any cash. So all your money, all your the money that they have, it's all equity in the businesses that they have. So they're not paying. Literally, I think that was I can't remember the exact year or date. Probably like 2017 or something like that. 2018. You can fact check me on that. Literally, report came out that Jeff Bezos, you know. 90% of the billionaires paid zero dollars in tax. I don't know if you if you heard no, that. No, 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 like, no, no, just talking about bro. You got NBA players paying like because they take cash. I understand that. You know that scenario you were trying to make that whole like twenty million that that your, your dad pays in the proportion thing. But let's say an NBA player is paying twenty million and your dad is paying I don't know, let's say five k a year, which is more than that. I don't know. But like in general sense, bro, that twenty million is more than that. Five. But I don't know about how that finance thing. You were talking about how that whole shit works and everything, bro. Going back to that scenario, it doesn't it doesn't apply that way, bro. It doesn't apply that way. What does not apply what way? <laughs> that whole talking about that trillion, that American trillion. If Americans worth more, if America has a debt of eighteen trillion, and that guys, uh, that's up Sahara, then has like seven hundred two billion. That whole multiple countries and Americans more in debt than. Those sub-Saharan countries, that means America is like poor has itself, a low self-validation or in that case, it doesn't, it doesn't apply that way. Since their debt is more, it means like, nigga, it doesn't apply that way. Since they have more debt, it means, me to me, what that thing actually means to me is that America is more of a big of an economy than those, all these countries. So if they have more, they are more in debt, then nigga, it doesn't actually mean so it's Africa being dead. Is that a, so why why did you bring up your death situation then? Cause like it tells you if or even if all these multiple countries, bro. Let's combine. Low. You want to talk about multiple countries? You do. Do you even know Virginia is bigger than Ghana, bro? Virginia alone, like you can separate all states in the U.S. and there will literally be countries in Africa. But alright, if alright, you brought this up. If Virginia alone is bigger than Ghana. But they are able to take care of like all these people. Their economy is still blowing. Like the US in general is still able to take care of like all these states and cover hit and they're able to they're improving as an as an economy. And if it hits back in Ghana, just one state, which is like let's say which is like less than what Virginia is, and they're not able to you think Ghana is gonna be able to recover as fast as the US is if COVID hit over there? That's a question to you. Most likely not. But then so you, you want to talk oh, about sure. if you're not as a small state, you're not able to recover that fast. But you have all these um, multiple states, and the economy is recovering that fast. The economy has is worth. You're talking about that. Even that with that scenario you just brought up, talking about how Ghana is a bigger, Virginia is bigger than Ghana. That means that means that if America is then if America is worth 18 trillion in debt, then that that shit is not even. That's it's reasonable, so it's so Africa. It makes sense if they're worth. If it's bigger, the economy is bigger than, and they are worth. They are worth more in debt than that. That's what I'm telling you. Africa's debt is also proportional, just like the U.S. is 18 trillion proportional to them. And speaking of economics, I don't want to go like you know. I don't want to make this yeah. about economics. I want to touch on my point, talking about how the U.S. is able to you know, take innovation and like stuff like that. But so what do you, what do you know? So, so you know the function of the central bank, the U.N. World Monetary Fund. You know what all these organizations are doing. Where are they doing? Alright, I'll, I'll leave that to you nigga, to find out. I don't, nigga, you, you, you brought it up, nigga. 
I'm not interested. Just say you. Do you, you, know, know, you know? Do I know what Central Bank is doing? Tell, tell us. Tell them. They want to feel with it. They want to know. Talking about this money situation, dead everything. Literally, they can print money to take care of their debt and whatnot. You know that, right? Maybe like talking about how they have resources and shit like that. That's why all these like crypto shit got started because they can literally like build themselves out by printing out more money. And if you have the UN World Monetary Fund who's lending loans to all these other countries located in your country, you're literally like controlling everybody else. So you're setting you're setting the stages for whatever is happening with the money situation. You know what I'm trying to I don't know if what I'm saying makes sense to you. <laughs> you don't get it, but I'll 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 leave it at that. I want to make my point about what I think is Africa's biggest need. Just make your point. And to me, for Africa to prosper, for Africa to be at the for- forefront of the globe, I think Africa needs more selfish leaders. And I know it sounds counterintuitive, like, why does Africa need more selfish leaders? Nigga, <laughs> don't we already have enough selfish leaders like fucking Muhammad and, <laughs> and his brother? What? <laughs> oh, bro. <laughs> but talking about selfish leaders, selfish leaders. I'm talking about because when you look at the definition of self, I think I, I looked it up earlier. It's about putting your own or interest, your own priorities ahead of everybody else and whatnot. Right? We need selfish leaders. That their definition of self is not just them and their family, but their definition of self is the entire country in Africa. Those are kind of selfish people that we need to lead Africa. Because I was looking back, I was watching it. I actually always want to watch the videos. This is one of my... Like visionary leaders or like selfish leaders? Like, what do you... Is it visionary? Are you trying to say the word visionary or are you trying to make it so it's like compete with other people? Because they're... They can't even compete. So, if you're in debt, that, that's why our brother did thing out and you're talking about... But I'm like, the, that's why I said self-validation because the vision is not... I don't think they have a vision. Actually, the vision is like... You have people who say yes, it's not even to execute when you're after someone or you're highly in debt in that way. Like, it's hard to execute because you, you got to follow most of your plans because those debt, they come with policies, they come with regulations you got to follow. And most of, the time, most of the time, they put the countries under negotiations where it's hard to even recover. So I'm talking about your word is selfish in that sense or visionary leaders, but just talk. I, I think I'm sticking with the word selfish. The main reason I'm sticking with selfish is that when you look at people like, you know, you have the Emiratis, you got people that built Qatar, people that built, what is it, the nation, UAE. Absolutely, they had like vision and whatnot, right? But whatever they wanted for themselves was the best for their country. Like right now, when we have Africa's leaders, whatever they want best for themselves is them and their descendants. You have like people. I'm not gonna put names. We have like these ministers and shit like that. They'll bring their kids. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but if the leaders can redefine what me or mine means to them, like me benefiting is not just me and my family, but me benefiting is Ghana, me benefiting is Africa. If we have leaders who are making that their priority, then the vision will flow. Then the civilization will flow. Because if you have people that are leading you, and you know that. They're not going to screw you over. It's not about just their own bellies, but they are counting everybody as part of people that need to be fed. If you have leaders like that in Africa, I think Africa will be on a whole different level. That's when the vision everything for. 
look at people talk about how the U.S. Work, the U.S. got to. You have people like Benjamin Franklin. I don't know the founder by Benjamin Franklin, George Washington, all these people. And sure, they had vision of the world. They had vision of you know making America democracy and everything. When you look at it, when you look at it, it wasn't just about themselves. It was about those that would come after them. When you have people go into position, I remember 2015 when Muhammad came, bro. Like within the span of four, four, four years, his brother went from like zero to like one billion dollars. <laughs> his brother, hey, let's go, Muhammad. I'm not like literally zero, but I know, I know. Muhammad, what's it called, Muhammad? Ibrahim. Ibrahim, Ibrahim, Muhammad, but like went from like nothing to the same thing with Kofor when he came. His brother Abu Kofor went out, bro. He went out, bro. So the only day, like. So you think those who have vision? Like those leaders? Yeah. Nikki absolutely forced that was like, what's it called? But they were selfish in the wrong way. That's what I'm saying. So this, if we define, if we redefine what the leaders, like their selfish interest is not just them and their family, but they are selfish for the whole nation. They are selfish for Africa. They are selfish for their descendants. Then Nikki, we'd be like, fucking unstoppable, unstoppable because you're talking about, bro. Like natural resources got boxed. Like I can't even name them, bro. So you think those leaders are the ones causing harm to the, the economy? Are they the ones caught causing the harm to the people? Those that fucked up like mentally. That's like, it's so part of it. Absolutely, bro. You said what? What's your answer? It's part of it. Cause nigga, it's, it's not part of what. Part of the reason why Africa is behind. It's not just okay. What person? Let's talk person did now. Since he wanted to talk person. All right. What, what part? What? What role, what percent are they playing in that whole role? I'll go like 70%. Thank you. Let me take you back. We had this conversation with one of the poor guys. Uh-huh. And I was talking about how Elon, people were talking about, I don't have the actual poor guy, like, episode. I was, I'm trying to, all right. And you, we was making this discussion. And you said, the people, the people should find ways. The government, I was talking about how the government is the main problem. We were talking about, I think there was a mining, Thing. I don't know where they were that episode. China, China exploring Africa. Yeah. And he said, man, people don't have excuses. People have to find ways. We shouldn't rely on government. And the government is not causing harm if people are willing to find ways. You have to on. If I say some, if someone is here, if someone is back in Africa, the, the system is actually fucked up and it's causing harm. You say, it's not. This, the government is not a problem. The government should, the people should actually find their own way. So, why are you saying? They so they are causing harm right now. Why is it they are causing majority of harm right now? Why is it that way? Like I don't want to bring that shit up, but like, in that sense, you said the people should actually find a way. Like what are you saying? Right now is the they are causing majority of their harm. The service leaders are being serving the wrong way. If they are serving the wrong way, that means they are harming the people in that way. But when I said it, you said over there, the government shouldn't need that social reliance. You should find your own way. You should be creative about it, entrepreneur. You shouldn't. Cause I don't want to bring that whole thing. I was like, you said new episode we're making, but just mm-hmm. putting that out there. Can you answer that question, bro? Why am I saying they're the majority of the? Yeah, I feel like because I think yo answers are opposing. But what do you think? Or repeat the question. I, I'm not sure what you're trying to what you're trying to get at. Cause you saying it's so. I'm pretty sure that episode. Yeah, something in the wrong way. I'm pretty sure in that episode, I said they shouldn't rely on the government. I, I think I definitely acknowledge the fact that the government has a role to play. But you didn't say it was that big. Like if you, you said they had a role to play in that thing. Right, but I don't I don't think I put said, like percentage and shit stuff like that. No, but right now you're saying it's huge. You didn't put percentage, but how you 
how big how big you said it was 70 percent you are saying right it's this big at this point mm-hmm. but that time you said it was big but you didn't say it was that big at that point and what was the context of that situation because i remember why i said it wasn't the, i remember the situation with that's why i ain't trying to like dig that whole thing i don't remember what but like it was more about it. how this rule that this rule should actually find a way to like we were talking i think we narrowed it down to ghana and he said it's about creativity bro just find your own ways and everything you should I don't remember I like to touch on like this extent, but I feel like it was more about how if you're in Ghana, you should do what would like if there's someone like Drake, then you should. I'm trying to, I'm trying to dig down the whole episode. I feel like it, it will take us through a I different path. I don't remember the context, but like you were talking about that's why I'm not trying to go that deep. But like, I feel like you were talking about how creativity, the whole creativity among people, there's creativity, they can be creativity, the people shouldn't rely on. The government damage but like and i said the government is being selfish the government is actually causing harm to the people they are making deals they are negotiating things you were talking about rwanda like finding ways the government and i said the government is you said the government is actually doing that good of a job that's what i was implying and looking back to that i said people should people have dreams but they can't execute because the government is doing it like a bad way like, if the government is not creating good schools for you to go to it's not paying for like affordable and there's poverty and you have all these ideas and you can't execute there's no computer free internet at school the government's not providing those resources for you to find a way you said don't rely on the government there's a different way you can go about things that you can be creative in your own way that's what you said you said the problem is from the people you gotta find your own way to build about that whole and i said bro it's hard if the government's not providing that way the government is signing bad negotiations and the book it was like more the people don't have a say in what the government should do but you said, bro, there's no excuse to the potential you can reach. Fuck the government. The government's not causing harm. You should create your own plan. But right now I'm saying, I said, you're saying the government is being sent prisoner of a hindrance or is a problem. They are selfish techniques. It's causing harm to that that um the countries in that sense. You're saying that big of a they are that big of a problem. But back then you were you were saying they are doing that big of a problem. And the people can find means to reach different heights. There's no, there, you can't blame the government. You say you can blame, but like, you didn't, you didn't say that hindrance or that selfish thing was that big of a, a rule in that sense. Okay. Why are you saying it is that big right now? Even, I think you were missing the point that I'm making right now. Because when I said leaders, I didn't say government. Okay. I know leaders can be professors. That's why I made mention That's why teachers, teachers are corrupt too. All right, so, so we need leaders that so governments are government are leaders i'm getting to it bro government are part of leadership so when i talk about 70 percent, i'm not talking about just the government i'm talking about people in leadership roles people in in power making sure that the definition of selfish is not just this eight episode when you go back and you say if you lose our sense of that and you like the government play the government are more of leaders than the uh, and the point of the matter is like i know we're talking about like you know every every situation or argument we're having is not the same as the previous one you know what i'm trying to say so like if i say that thing doesn't does not necessarily mean it would transpire to this situation because in that situation I, I i can't remember exactly what i said but i'm pretty sure it was like how right, the, the government was like fucking up people and like you know if the government's fucking up everything up for you, what you gotta do about it? I don't remember exactly what I said. Right, move on your point. But what I'm saying is that 
government a part of leadership. So I didn't even, I didn't even mention, I don't think I even mentioned government, but I think you jumped to conclusion that if having selfish leaders, you said, then the leaders I'm talking about is just government, but it's not just about government. What I said was, what I said, if you actually want to know what I said, I said, the reason why most of these people are suffering is because the government are making bad decisions. I'm not talking about the previous episode. I'm saying you said, I said, the 70% is the government's part. I'm not saying it's government. I said leadership. Who do you consider leaders? You got, like you said, you got professors, you got the government, you got the president, you got. I understand. That's what I'm saying. So, not just leaders, like. So, what African needs, in my opinion, are leaders that are selfish, more selfish than now. But their definition of selfish is not just them and their family. But how much selfish can you to just be right now? So, in that sense, like, the other subordinate leaders, like, let's take government out of it. The leaders you're talking about, the teachers, how selfish can they be? In what way should they be selfish to all? Because obviously, from what I know, they are doing the best they can. They keep, they're going to strike and everything, but they can't. Some teachers still work and everything. So, what, what's selfish? In this sense, what? How can teachers be more selfish? All right, let's think of some scenario. Because you, obviously, you are going in the direction of the, um, the um, government. But, like, let's. But you say, right now, you're saying, uh, lead it. So, Bring that scenario you want to bring up. Oh, let, me see, let me see if I can grab, paint a picture. Let's say if you have, I guess, let's pick a teacher in maybe middle school, right? How can you teach be more selfish by putting all the students' interests above you, theirs, you, right? Yes, you just going on strikes. Nurses going on strikes. They wait. They don't get, some nurses don't get paid, but it's still, and you're talking about how it's not a government, but it's more about the leaders. So it's not just listen. It's not. I think you're trying to listen. Let me. I understand. It's not just. But how do those other leaders be selfish in that sense to help them? Overall, overall, I don't, I can't give a specific scenario. The chair has to do this and do this. But whatever puts the nations, whatever makes the nation move forward. Let me put it like that, bro. Whatever. So let's say if you're teaching. Coming to class, bro. Let's say, I I don't know. You wanted to be paid seven hundred Ghana cedis. The government is paying you six hundred. They haven't paid you, but you know that going to class and teaching will inspire that kid so that maybe four or five years when he go, goes to I don't know high school, college, some shit like that, he'll be inspired by what's it called? By what you did for them and carve out your own path. To me, that would be a scenario of going above and beyond because you're looking for I don't know, like seven hundred. They didn't pay you that. Excuse me, but you earning six hundred, you still want more, but you're still showing up for the kids. And when the kid goes to class, but they get inspired in four, five, ten, fifteen years. I don't know, some years that are not because of what you did for that kid. That kid became inspired and do something that'll benefit that the whole nation, the whole continent, whatnot, bro. Do you know they just do things that will benefit the nation and the continent? How can those teachers be serving in that way? How much service can they be? It's literally what I just what said, bro. Like? I just literally gave you an example. If you get this list, for instance, if you gain pay on you want 700, right? And if the government's already to pay you 700, maybe, I'm not going to tell you, like, don't take a strike or whatnot, but you show up for the kids. Like, you know, in spite of whatever you're going to, you show up for the kids. Out of love. Sure, out of love, out of inspiration, out of whatever, but out of you, duty. You show, but if you, you got the ones to pay. And the government is not, that's why I, I put that shit mostly on the government, but you keep, Cause like, I'm supposed to take, Nikki, if the, if the system was easy, bro, and I'm 
I have to be literally paid thousand dollars cities or thousand dollars a month. Which not not a paid by if I'm supposed to be paid thousand dollars a month. I can't out of passion because maybe I'm a teacher professor and I'm in Ghana, Africa, and I'm going on the right path. I love what I'm doing. I can't choose to be paid five hundred. But the way the system is designed and how leadership, how the government are ruling or managing the economy, if you pay five hundred, if you take that amount, like you're gonna put yourself in a big hole because the light bills and everything, how high it is, how high the government, the system has been designed, how they're not managing that system well. If you take that, maybe most of these decisions maybe out of love, bankers, they can decide to take that picker. I don't know, but if you take it, bro, you're going. Would you? You're, you're urging them to take it, but would you? After all, if you have loans to pay, would you take it to be in that deep of a hole? That's the point that you're missing, bro. It's not just the teachers, not just the professors, not just the bankers. It's switches, all right. All the leaders, you're know gonna say. Everybody has to play their role. All the leaders have to like. So you said. The government has to play its role by being more selfish, providing for the just The just have to be more selfish by providing for the kids. It's not just one person. It's not just one person. And it's not just one person's fault. Because you've been talking about government, bro. Let me just leave it at that, bro. At the end of the day, everybody has a role to play. All right, I understand. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Everybody has a role to play. And if you're waiting for someone to give you a hand, if you're waiting for someone to do things for you, bro. Like, if you're gonna wait for the government to do things for you, you're gonna wait for long. But you know, they all the leaders have to do their part. Because they okay, does the government haven't done it, so I'm not gonna do it. I mean, I guess you can put it like that. But that's how I'll say. That's my take on it, bro. We need leaders that are more. Selfish, and their definition of selfish is putting the country at the highest regard. I understand. Bro. And so that includes the government, that includes soldiers, that includes teachers, bankers, professors, everyone in leadership position, doing the best that they can, going above and beyond, putting the nation, that interest being a tiny nation. You have people like, like I said, people from the UAE saying they wanted to build a hub that would connect the entire world, so they set out. And build a place like Dubai where now everybody goes. You have people saying they wanted to establish a democracy that would last years and everybody was playing their roles. I don't know if everybody has a role to play. I I, I agree. I, I think you did a good job or something yourself saying, but I, I believe we need visionary leaders who have confidence in the visions they have. That's You're not going to validation anymore? That's the confidence, that's the validation, that's self-validation, that legitimized thing. That recognizing that that thing you're doing is workable. You can actually that goal, that is the confidence. That's the that's the ingredient I'm putting in. So it's confidence now or validation. It's validation, it's the same thing. What, what do you have self-validation? I'm, ask, I'm asking you, you're talking, I'm asking you, bro. So it's the same thing. I'm asking you. Do you understand this that term? You gotta, if you're Listen. asking me, do you do you understand what that self-validation thing is? I said you understand. If you understand, you really question. You I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm. I'm not mad. I'm. 
But you understand what that self-validation means? Because you say it's explain, not self-validation more. Explain, explain, explain. What, 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 what does that confidence mean? Explain, listen, explain. That's what I say, bro. I literally say it. I say, do you have confidence in your ambition? If you, have self, if you self-validate yourself, what does it mean? Explain, I don't know, but tell me I'm listening. Like, you have confidence in your abilities or whatever goal you're working on. So when you have confidence in your ambition, when you're listening to this, who have confidence in your ambition, and they are willing to, if they have, if they actually have confidence in that shit, bro, then you're gonna do a well. So we don't have leaders that are confident in your vision, right? Now, is that what you're saying? They might be confident, but are they in the right way? If you, bro, if you're actually confident, bro, maybe. So that's why, when, that's why we, when an to establish free SHS, he was confident in his ability to. Is it work? That's a, is it working? But was he confident in it though? Is it working? It's like he's already done it. Is it working? So now? what are you saying? You said he was confident, but is it working? What are, what are you saying? You're saying is it working? Need, you say we need leaders that are confident in their vision. I'm saying, so when Ronaldo established Fred SHS in 2016, you think he wasn't confident in his vision for establishing that? Was he, was he? Absolutely. Established. But is it working? Is it working now? Yeah. It's not working now. Yes. It's um, what's it called? The Fred, SHS is not working. No. Why? Why is, Why is it not working? working? Yeah. It's made a situation where we're literally... Wow. Most of what's it called? He wanted to make it free. Now most of the kids end up paying more money because it, they do that green and go. So they spent three months away. They spent three months at home. We got to get a tutor. So now you end up paying more than if you actually had gone to school and had to pay for tuition and shit. So it's not free. Is it because of COVID? Just send me to the mind. Is it COVID that uh, made that shit? Because I heard. Let's, let's go back to the confidence. Well, I, don't, I don't feel that economy that more. Let's go back to the confidence and vision. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So I want to. Probe you on that. So you don't think was, when I say that you don't think he was he bad he was bad so badly under the right situation or if he was confident in his ability or confident in his vision for establishing I'm pretty sure he was confident in his vision. Talking about that tutoring thing when they went back to Montana. Because I, I know it happened recently because of COVID. They had to go not recently, but ever since it was established, it's been going I don't on like that free education thing. But just talking about it, that's why that some validation when I made mention of confidence and everything, that's when you have someone who they have that self-validation, they know what they, that confidence in the ability. That's why you have an NFL player who like literally free agency, they will have like a bigger, you have Curry and Durant going to Golden State taking pay cuts because they came in championship. They have confidence, they have this, have that self-validation. They have the, um, they knew they can win the championship, which is like moral. So you didn't, know, you didn't know that free SHS would work? What? You didn't know that free SHS would work? He didn't know that free SHS would work. Uh huh. What is that like? So you're saying they took a picker because they knew that. I'm talking about. I'm talking about that Durant situation. You're bringing it back to like. I'm talking about any sport. Like people take pickers because they can win championship. It's all. So that's it. Okay, go ahead and talk. Talk. If I said they should have ability in their vision, he said he didn't know he had ability in their vision, but he's not done yet. But he's working at. Okay, so how's that? Free education done more harm. I know he has a problem inside. You, so you're saying if you're talking he has, about he has done more harm than good than the good it has. Is that what you're trying to say? Like that vision was worse than it is. If you're talking about African having leaders that are confident in your vision. So, like, so what, what, do you, what do you think? Instead of the free, free education, what other way could he have? I'm not even I don't know. I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna try to answer because I don't know. Then why are you questioning the fact that he had confidence in it? Like you said. You say so. Well, how how? So you you, said you say we need. I don't think we need. That's what they have. It's selfish. Cause that free education thing, that whole main thing was to help the people. If it is free, maybe that that strategy didn't work. We could go about it in a different way. 
but the main goal was to help people free them of their finances, help them financially. That was the goal. That was the main intention. That intention is to promote education, increase literacy, help them go to school. Because people are poor and they can't afford education. They can't afford the school system. So that main goal, his main goal is to help reduce literacy and help people go to school and everything. Maybe that free education thing they don't work. But the ultimate goal is to help people go to school. So you could go about it like in a different way. But you're talking about him being selfish in that sense. How more selfish can he be if he's trying to make things free? Like how applicable how applicable should he be? Like in your situation, I'm talking about him being selfish. How you say he made it worse by being confident in his, in his vision of that free, how that free thing. I didn't say he made it worse by Did, You said he made it worse oh, in your situation, selfish. How, how could he have gone about it being a selfish leader? You don't think all right. he was craving his goal. How could he have gone about it being, being more selfish? All right. First of all, you're doing three months in three months, all right? Yeah. I don't have the answers, but more selfish approach could have been being able to provide for them in such a way that they don't have to do three months, three, three months in three such months. What's a way? What a way? You don't know that. You can't pinpoint it because you're not the government. But I feel like he's being selfish. The, the reason why you talk about selfish is like, you're talking about how leaders should be take a pay cut out of what they love so that it will free people to study. I don't know what kind of a hole the country is in right now because of the free education. But even what you're saying is more of a definition of a selfish leader because he's actually making their pay less. You said maybe the plan didn't work that way. But see, that, the ultimate goal of that thing, even touching back on what the point you made about being unselfish, he, he was being unselfish because he's reducing the amount of money he got paid in order to increase or promote literacy. So, like, even touching on what you are saying, I'm talking about it, I'm me talking about the confidence thing, like, confidence is being him being confident in, in, in this approach. Maybe that approach doesn't work, that phrase doesn't work, but the ultimate goal is not for them to not pay more money. The ultimate goal is to promote literacy in the country, for educate, educate more people. That's the ultimate goal. Maybe the free education is not working, but you can go about it, like, in a different way. But even touching back on what you said about that selfish, He's being a selfish, an unselfish leader in that sense that he cares about. He's even causing him. I'm not saying he should. It's good. I don't know about it. That whole the country is in right now. But he's ready to like put the country in that hole just to free people or promote literacy. He's able to, he's channeling more of the country's debt, like more of the country's resources into education to prevent. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm trying to get to? Like, he's. Being more of an unselfish leader in that sense, and it is ending the country in the whole right now. If you're touching by, if you if you so are, you're trying, so what are you trying to say? Let me hear because you keep That's on. That's what I'm saying. He's himself. confident. If they are confident in their approach, then they can find different ways to go about things. Which is gonna bring about, which is gonna help them. Like you know, I don't think it's about go about their own routes or independent, be independent. I don't think it's about being confident in your approach because I'm telling you, bro. He was running for president in 2015. This man knew, he believed that this was the way. That's what I'm saying. Looking over his career, like, you know, government shit like that. Apart from free messages, which, like you said, it's a good initiative. It's a selfish approach in how I'm defining it. But if you're, okay, I don't know the exact figure to spend on free education. But if you can sign over $120 million to buy VA cars, just so the ministers can sit in 
was these students a lot of them they're going through months in three months even those who are going through months in the chair will start chapter one and say if you want to listen to chapter two come and pay come and listen to chapter two like that situation ended up taking us backwards and so it's not even about being confident because nigga nigga was believed that it was it we need more selfish leaders in the sense that redirecting all the resources and now wasting it on things like VA cars why is you have enough for the leaders and whatnot or rather providing so we don't we don't, we don't need leaders that are mad listen we don't need we don't need leaders that are more confident in your vision because right now when Muhammad was coming he said he's going to provide free university he was he believes that but do they do it though listen the problem there is like when they say you don't even do it Nado did it he said he was going to be he, did. And he, did. he was unselfish and that's it he said, so not. listen so it's not about being confident in your vision because like you said everybody will come he out was coming in his vision he wasn't most of it is propaganda. Propaganda. Most of what they listen, say, listen. you don't even do it. So in the first place, Nanado came and did it, right? But he he was unselfish. That's what that's what I'm getting. Even when he was unselfish in that sense, it's not working. That's that's what you say. It's not working right now. How unselfish he was, it's not working right now. So we don't need more unselfish leaders. We need more who believe that validate, like, who believe that vision. So if it's not working, he can go about it in a different way to achieve the ultimate goal of promoting literacy. Good point. We already have enough leaders that believe that they're going to change it. And Lord leaders, let me tell you, bro. Right now, I'm gonna be. Let me take it off the leaders right now. Let's talk about people. Everybody has their vision that they they're going to accomplish. Confident in their ability. Like you said, all the leaders that are coming. They are coming with cop like you say, okay, as you want to call it, they're not pro- proper propaganda or whatnot. Like, when they stand on the TV and they're talking about it, they're not playing with it. They're serious about it. When get when you're not doing it. When Joe Biden came, he said he was going to what cancel a lot of people's students loan, right? Confident in his ability. Was he confident though? Did he do it? Like, you he's canceled. He's, he's canceled a lot of people's debt right now. Then is he doing it? Is he being unselfish? But the end of the day, we need leaders because the main thing that is separated. All these other parts of the world compared to Africa are leaders that put their nations first. Everybody believed in their vision. Everybody was confident. Kwame Nkrumah was confident. Mugabe was confident. Kotoka was confident. But we need leaders that are selfish, that will put their country, selfish. their definition of the definition of selfish is not just them. <laughs> you have people like I don't even want to like start listening to presidential leaders and whatnot. But I you know what they That's what we need. We need promotion. So we need promotion. We need progress. Progress, I mean. The, the ultimate goal is to bring about progress, right? Absolutely. All right. So yeah, thank you all for listening to tuning in. Let us know what you guys enjoyed and thought about the topic. You think Africa needs more? Leaders that are confident and self-idated, or you think you need leaders that are more selfish and putting the country first and not embezzling money, but embezzling money for the whole nation is good, not just for your mom and your kids. Thank you all for listening. Make sure to hey, tag Paul's gonna let him enjoy this, bro. Thank you all for listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's stay safe. I hope you all felt that. Thank you for tuning in to Feel That Pocket by KK. Our show is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Podcast and Radio Power. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five star rating.